Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 25. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and someone say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I'm not sure what those are, nor am I a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so sit back and enjoy. Our first stop is Nando Milano. Established in 1938, Bar was the first family restaurant founded by Dario's grandfather in Sicily. Expansion of their business began across Italy to Bologna and Verona, where generations and members of the families bringing their love and passion to their cuisine, and even successful bakeries and specialty food shops have been a part of the family legacy. With decades in the family restaurant business, Dario Vullo has brought his family's legacy to the U.S. to share the great traditions of food in Italy to Chicago with the help of his fiancée and co-owner, Amy Yesasuk. Amy is a newly proclaimed Chicagoan and med student studying to become a surgeon. Executive chef and brother Lisa Vullo and restaurant namesake Nando, a dignified Italian dashund, complete the restaurant family. Chef Lulicio holds the Vulo family secrets, instructing the team every morning in making fresh pasta, breads, and desserts to the highest Italian standards. I attended this restaurant during restaurant week, and man, was it treacherous getting over there. Turns out it was an absolute snowstorm, but I am definitely delighted to say that I did not cancel my reservations, and man, was it worth it. I ended up splitting the Capriccio Tofuto, which is beef Capriccio, arugula, and shaved parmesan with truffle vinaigrette, along with the tortellini Casio de Pepe, which is a handcrafted tortellini filled with spinach and ricotta cheese, served with pecorino, parmesan cheese, and black pepper. And of course, when in Rome, if you will at this point, <laughs> you have to go with the wine pairing. So we asked the manager, slash our host, what do you recommend for a wine pairing? I'm not paying attention. My, uh, my friend's choosing the wine, and we go with this awesome, fantastic red. I'm like, oh, it's fan- just incredible. So glad we split this bottle. Then the bill comes. Uh-oh. It's more than all our food combined. <laughs> but when in Rome, when in restaurant, we got to enjoy it. So feel free to stop out to Nanda Milano if you want some authentic Italian fare in the Wicker Park area. Next is Naoki. Led by sushi chef Naoki Nakashima, Naoki is a playful mix of contemporary and classic Japanese cuisine and sushi in a casual, intimate, speakeasy style space tucked behind the kitchen of intro. Naoki has received many accolades since opening in January 2016, named one of the best restaurants in Chicago by Zagat, Chicago Magazine, The Chicagoist, Infatuation, Thrillist, and Red Eye. Naoki continues to delight guests with freshness and unique sashimi, nigiri, and sushi in Chicago. So when I went here, this place caught me by surprise on a few different levels. First, 
person I went with asked where I want to go to dinner. I said it's up to her, she can do what we want. We're lounging around. So I show up to dinner in sweatpants, boots going through the snow, and like a jacket, like a zip up, assuming we're just gonna go somewhere super easy, take out, and come back home. Not even close. Not only do we pull up somewhere on Lakeshore Drive, then go through a super elegant hotel and condominium complex, now, to walk through a kitchen just to get to the restaurant, but sit at the sushi bar. I've never felt so out of place in my life, and I've been in some awkward situations. <laughs> but let me tell you, the food there was absolutely incredible. Presentation was on point, for sure. We went with the uni, which happens to be the oddest food I've ever eaten in my entire life, and I love attending Strange Food Chicago Fest. It was kind of like eating Play-Doh, but people love it, people eat it, so you gotta try it, right? We also enjoyed the live scallops and the hamakana hamachi collar, which is with a bone still in the collar, so you actually kind of ate around the bone in the, the meat there. And scallops with black truffle, yuzu, and soy. From my understanding, it felt like we were actually in Hong Kong, because my friend who was with actually is from Hong Kong originally. She felt very nostalgic about it. So me, having yet to travel to Asia, felt like I really got to appreciate the sense of the Asian culture with the freshest sushi I've ever had at Naoki. Next is Taste 222. Taste 222 is an intimate restaurant and gathering place where we can celebrate innovative food and beverages. Their family makes you feel right at home from the very first visit. At Taste 222, you'll come with old friends and make new ones in their upscale, chic, and comfortable space. Come enjoy delicious food from their state-of-the-art kitchens and fill tilt or zero-proof cocktails from their mixology station. So actually I'm mentoring someone in launching her own podcast. So we met after work and across the street from my nine to five job is actually Taste 222. Uh, she's just a little bit older lady. Her kids are uh, in their teens. So we're kind of walking into a really chic restaurant with people a couple years difference, uh, drew some eyes for sure. <laughs> Place is very swanky. They have couches everywhere. Uh, so we're sitting on the couch enjoying our, like, you know, our drinks and kind of order some food. It was absolutely fantastic. Super chic, super upscale, a little comfortable, like very plush couches and um, overall atmosphere for sure. So I ended up going with the uh, soup de jour, if you will, which is the corn chicken chowder. Super, super creamy. Not a big soup guy, but absolutely loved it. Also had a chance to try these scallops. We're served with squash, onion puree, and smoked English pea mousse. And then I got a chance to try the mac and cheese. Super, super spicy. But those tasty breadcrumbs on top actually made it phenomenal. Very small dishes, very small portions, but very filling. Then, of course, when you're in a new restaurant that just opened, you ask for the tour. That was the best part. I'll leave it up to you to explore some of the cool nuances of it, but they have a few secret rooms, a few different themes in each room, and an awesome rooftop that I can't wait to explore this summer. So if you're in the Lake Canal, West Loop, uh, River North kind of corridor right there, definitely check out the Taste 222. stop is Cafe Baba Riba. Cafe Baba Riba is Chicago's original tapas bar, serving authentic Spanish cuisine since 1985. The menu is designed to share, featuring tapas, pincho, or bite-sized tapas, and the classic Lincian rice dish, paella. Pair the meal with a sangria, craft cocktail, Spanish wine, and local beers in their lively Lincoln Park restaurant. 
So I showed up a little bit early, actually had a date that night, sitting there just having a brew dog, checking my phone like a normal person does. <laughs> this guy next to me goes, hey man, like cheers, I'm like whatever dude, like sure, smile. So what do you do for a living? I'm like, uh, IT recruiter. He goes, oh my god, IT, you're gonna like save my life, I have all these like IT problems. I'm like, just left work, I just wanna sit here, relax before my date, I'm a little nervous, but turns out we're actually doing business together, so it's totally worth it. And I got a chance to meet his entire family, which made me more awkward. <laughs> But fast forward to dinner. Sit there, enjoyed ourselves, split a pitcher of the red sangria, raspberry flavored, something very new to me, which was fantastic. Also split the bacon wrap dates with the Brussels sprout salad, which included candy macarona almonds and manchego cheese. We also had the fried calamari, which was tomato crudo and jalapeno aioli. And of course the seared sea scallops, a corn squash puree, braised greens and canning pumpkin seeds to go with it. Tons of food, tons of leftovers, totally worth it. So if you're looking for the original tapas restaurant here in Chicago, definitely go Cafe Baba Riba. Up next is Bad Hunter. We are a veg forward restaurant and bar in West Loop. Our goal is simple, to create a joyful experience by presenting the highest quality food and drink in a comfortable, convivial setting. By taking a more sensational approach to those both food and drink, this is a place to have lunch, linger over an afternoon glass of wine, enjoy dinner, and stay for a cocktail. Well, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> I met my friend Lindsay for a quick cocktail and a quick dinner uh, to talk some business at about 4.30. And let me tell you, this place was fantastic for the quick happy hour and bite. All white interior, feels very uh, much like you're on the coast somewhere. Very, uh, very nautical. So anyways, when you're sitting there enjoying yourself like a little nautical setting, you go ahead and have a little glass of the rosé, especially because it's on special on happy hour. <laughs> It's mainly a vegetarian restaurant, but I did get a chance to try the ham and cheese, which includes smoked ham and Caligo grilled cheese. Uh, so like market apples, chimichurri, and a sourdough bread. Uh, it was fantastic. The slabs of ham were gigantic. Got a little messy, but totally worth it for the taste. And the side of slaw caught me by surprise. Usually not a fan of slaw, but match perfectly with the ham and cheese entree with the rosé to swish it down. So if you're in West Loop and you're looking for a quaint little restaurant to check out, would definitely recommend swinging by the Bad Hunter. Up next is Lobo Ray. Located in Chicago's South Loop neighborhood, just blocks from Shoulders Field, McCormick Place, Wintrust Arena, Museum Campus, Grand Park, Michigan, and downtown Chicago. I don't know how that's possible. Lobo Ray offers Mexican food with a Texas kick. With delicious drinks, funky music, and overall good vibe, Lobo Ray is the place to be any night of the week. So this is interesting. Meeting someone at the end of the night on a Sunday night. So we're cruising in around uh, 8.30, but according to her, she's on quote-unquote Asian time, whatever the heck that means. Finds, turns out, means they always show up late. So it's rolling around 8.45. So I ask the hostess, hey, what time does the restaurant close? They're like 10. I'm like, what time does the kitchen close? They're like, 9. I'm like, okay, cool. So we'll just order real quickly and then just kind of be the last customers and get out of their hair by 9.45. No big deal. Order the food by 9. 
Food comes out, 915 rolls around, sitting there chatting, having a dose of keys because, like usual, when in Rome, 927 rolls around. Pew, pew, pew. All the lights come on. Cleaning crew comes out and starts cleaning all around us. I'm like, what kind of world do I live in right now? <laughs> Did I not just ask and this closes at 10 o'clock? So, whatever. Quick, you know, brush down the rest of the food, ask for a to-go box, and just go next door and grab a quick... Quick little like coffee and just finish the rest of the date, but you would not believe. I like the food a lot, but that service was rough. I mean, I get them coming in on a Sunday at late night, but you want to get home, but maybe not turn all the lights on around us when, especially when we're giving a review on the podcast. But I'll give you guys a second shot. No big deal. Lobo Ray, I'm coming for you. Our last stop is Wasabi. Established in 2010, Wasabi has been the secret gem among local and non-local customers in Chicago's new destination spot. Wasabi is one of the few Japanese-owned restaurants in Chicago that offers a full range of both traditional and contemporary Japanese cuisine to bring a unique Japanese dining experience. Wasabi is everything you expected and nothing you imagine. Small plates, ezekaya style, and authentic Japanese ramen made from boiling pork bones for days. At Wasabi, they use the freshest and highest quality ingredients. So there's actually two parts to Wasabi on California. The sushi side and the ramen side. Both have different entrances. Both have different lines. <laughs> what we quickly found out when we walked in, like, oh, there's no line. Ooh, awesome. Like, are you for sushi or ramen? I'm like, oh, probably, probably ramen. Like, next door. I'm like, oh, awkward. So you walk, like, 30 feet down the street, and there's a 30-minute line, and it's cold and windy out, and you want to go home and cry. <laughs> Anyways, rumor has it that ramen's worth it. I'm not a big ramen fan. Not that I don't like it. just don't eat that often. So we, like, wait our turn. Get a spot at the bar, two of us do. And as we're kind of waiting for our food to come, sipping our drinks, there's a couple that sits down right next to us at the bar. Oh, this is a great spot for us. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is not going to go well. Bunch of knuckleheads. Hostess comes on over. Um, yeah, if you like, haven't waited 30 minutes for your spot and I sat you, we probably shouldn't be sitting at the bar here since these are reserved seating. But... They already had their drinks. The hostess was really nice and goes, that's cool. Just remember next time. We're pretty sure they knew what they were doing. They just didn't want to wait because they slyly snuck in there waiting for someone to stand up. Even though I saw like 50 people waiting around that weren't taking the seats normally. But it is what it is. Don't make a scene. Just sit there and judge. <laughs> but I got the uh, the classic original Tanaku ramen. Absolutely phenomenal. Not a big eater of ramen, so I had the leftovers the next day for lunch, so just as good reheating. But I also had the pork belly buns, which were absolutely incredible, and washed it all down with a Hachino Nest White Ale. So, when in Japan, enjoy the food. I really love ramen. I think this turned me on to ramen more than I had before, so I'm definitely going to have a chance to stop into Wasabi. This episode is sponsored by Athenosphere. That's athenosphere.com. It's a marketplace for artists' services here in Chicago. It's where you can find photographers, models, makeup artists, entertainers, and book their services directly online. Visit the community and talk with them directly. No need to hassle with finding out payments later on or interviewing them or searching the internet for different places to find different opportunities to source these types of people for your event, for your work or for anything else you might need them for. 
Athenosphere is all about artist passion. Live it, breathe it, book it. All the one simple click. Athenosphere.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.